everyone, and welcome into episode three of Living Liberty Today. I'm Charlie Earl. As we mentioned in our opening introductory uh, podcast, once in a while we're going to look at entrepreneurship as a way of developing individual and economic liberty. And so I'm going to do a little overview of that today as we go forward in developing this podcast on our Sunday night releases. Uh, we will get in and talk to some experts in this area. We'll look at people in various types of entrepreneurial uh, jobs or efforts, and we will get their feedback and what they can help you with as you try to determine where you want to go. But Let's begin with this. Entrepreneurship in the minds of most people, especially those who aren't already entrepreneurs, is the idea of going it alone, doing it alone. It's your own thing. You determine the when, the where, the how much, the how much, how many dollars, uh, the time you spend into it, uh, and, and where you develop it. That is a good general concept, but it's not really a realistic, practical one when you get into doing it. First of all, if you want to become an entrepreneur, it should absolutely be an area and a field that you enjoy and that you love, or that you have a high degree of expertise about, something you know more than maybe other people around you. And you can develop that into a profitable enterprise. Even if you are alone and an entrepreneur, and there are many ways to look at it and many opportunities, again, we'll explore them later on. You can do it part-time. Start on your own. If you already have a job or if you are a, a home care provider and all that, taking care of everything around the house, but you want another opportunity to develop and do uh, your own thing, it can be done on a part-time basis. You know, you just have to focus a little more, identify your time, block it out, and work at it carefully. Or you can become an entrepreneur full-time. I'm sure many of you have that dream. And usually a full-time entrepreneur involves either a, a truck and a workshop or brick and mortar somewhere. That's great, and, and again, we'll talk to people who've done that, but that involves maybe one employee, maybe a thousand, maybe a million in your dream as you go forward. But you got to understand, as an entrepreneur, you just can't be the boss. If you, Whether you start part-time doing your own thing or you start full-time and add people to work with you, you can't just be the boss. While your employees may be out partying on Saturday night and having a few adult beverages and a nice dinner, you may be back at the shop trying to fix that critical piece of equipment you need to get back in the swing on Monday. Or you might be cooking all night to get ready for a catering event on Sunday afternoon. Or Sunday night when your employees are sitting back relaxing at 10 p.m., getting ready to charge in the Monday morning, there you are, doing the payroll, doing the books, trying to get everything squared away as you go into the next week. Being an entrepreneur means you aren't just the boss. And I think 
there are a lot of people that when they first get into it, they see themselves as being the boss. That may happen eventually, but it's going to take months, weeks, years, maybe decades of rolling your sleeves up, getting your hands dirty, and doing the job that has to be done. But on the other hand, it's fulfilling. Just like when you complete any task that is important, no matter how noxious it is, once you get it done, you feel a sense of accomplishment and you feel really good about having done something productive, something important. I guess when you're looking at entrepreneurship and developing you know, your own economic engine, obviously you want to do something that you love or you know. And, and if you're comfortable about it or you love it so much, you, you have that evangelistic spirit when you go. But if you're going to focus on developing a business within that context, filling needs is a critical element. I know if, you, if you've ever taken a sales course or, or anything of that nature that tells you how to present something, they teach you right up front that filling needs is the important thing for developing a product or a service. So, if you want to be an entrepreneur and develop your own thing, look for a new product or service that fills needs for people. And the, the new product may be something that is revolutionary and totally changes an entire sector of the industry. Or it may be simply a tweak on something that exists now, but you made it better. And that's a new product that comes in and, and enhances the experience for the ultimate consumer. The new service. I, I think probably during this pandemic time, we've discovered a new service that existed, but has really grown and grown dramatically in, in the last six months or so. And that's the food delivery business. I, my son and daughter-in-law are running a restaurant and catering business. And one of the things we've discovered is that while some restaurants had their own delivery systems available, not all of them did. Not all of them were equipped to do that. And in step, these people who existed before, but yet have enhanced their delivery service, have broadened their appeal, and now you have the grub hubs and the door dashes and people like that who are delivering food from a number of different outlets to the people who are on lockdown at home. Or if they're not on lockdown, they're just fearful of going out into the public or eating in a public place. So those companies have enhanced the service. They're filling needs and they've developed. We see the same thing in Uber and Lyft how they are providing a service that not always a cab is available or cabs are costly, whereas Uber or Lyft may provide you the service at a much cheaper rate. So those are the types of things we look at at filling need. Something new, a product or service, or a better product or service. So when you sit down and think about how you want to develop as an entrepreneur, when you look at your interests, when you look at your skills and your talent, when you look at where you want to be in five or ten years or more, look at what it is you love and how you can make it better or how you can make the service better 
as you go out and present it to the public and try to make it into a profitable venture as an entrepreneur. Those are the types of, too many of us maybe get started in something and don't look down the road to see how we can tweak it or enhance it or make it better for us as well as for the ultimate consumer, the person who ends up with our product or service. So be looking ahead for that. Look, you know, just, I, I guess, saying I'm a nicer person than the person I deal with now in that service may not be enough, you know? If, if you're frustrated with the kind of service you're getting from a provider, just making it better than that isn't enough because there may be four or five or six other similar services in your area that are doing well. So you've got to look at that environment and then tweak yours to make it unique and make it better and fill the needs of the ultimate consumer. I do want to remind you about our, our website, https colon backslash backslash and then free to be you f-r-e-e the number two the letters b and u dot buzzsprout dot com and we post all of our episodes on there so you can play them if you want to hear more about them and and, and maybe pick up something you might have missed because the phone rang or whatever and we're also on Facebook at Living Liberty Today, so you can check that out. Okay, that's just a little self-promoting pause in the middle of our discussion about entrepreneurship. I do want to emphasize again the mentality required to be successful at it means, number one, you will not be denied. After you've looked at all the parameters, after you've examined the field that's available to you after you've looked at all the products and services that are out there and after you've self-examined and determined what you like and what you're good at or what you can get better at and you put all that together and you look forward you're going it alone but not always you've got bankers and family members and all that involved but you're going it alone you're deciding the direction you're identifying the focus of where you want to go, and then you've got to do the work. So keeping yourself aware, keeping yourself energized, keeping yourself ready to go is an important component of all this. And I'm, I'm going to give you a couple of personal tips I've learned over the years. There are some times when you have a great idea or a concept, and you take it forward, and all of a sudden you become inundated by all the things around you. You become inundated by, uh, let's say, government regulations and restrictions, your zoning laws or, or homeowners associations if you're working out of your basement or trying to. All those things are coming down on you and you tend to get discouraged. What you've got to do is sit down again, self-evaluate and say, okay, how important is this to me? And what are the various strategies I can employ to put it to work without getting into trouble with all the red tape and all the negativity that's out there? So that's always a good thing to do before you get started. But I think oftentimes we get enthusiastic about an idea or a concept and we leap in with both feet 
and suddenly we realize there are all these sharks swimming around our pool and we've got to deal with them one at a time and in doing so we may lose our enthusiasm our dream may sputter and fade and we give up and I think that probably for many of you has happened to you in the past where you had the dream you thought you had the idea you certainly had the enthusiasm but then all the intervening negative variables showed up and you lost it you lost it big time and you either just faded away or you slammed the door shut and quit so think of that stuff ahead of time think of what might impact you negatively and positively and look at it and realistically go into this saying knowing there are going to be speed bumps there are always speed bumps don't let the speed bumps become walls think ahead plan through it maybe start part-time and work your way to where you want to go maybe find a mentor who's already done this but you want to improve and enhance it and see if you can work with them to learn from their experience. Certainly, I would encourage you to read and YouTube videos and all that kind of stuff in the field you're looking to go or similar fields. It doesn't have to be the exact one, but people who may have a similar approach to what you want to do and you can learn from them while you study it and do it. So that's, uh, that's pretty much where we're going on this. You can think your way through you can become an entrepreneur but remember it's on you so do your homework ahead of time learn as much as you can learn about your product or your service or your development or your market or your constraints your intervening variables all that kind of stuff work it out you can do this and keep the enthusiasm as you tweak each little thing getting ready to launch your enthusiasm will build because you know you're prepared and that's a heck of a confidence builder knowing you're prepared so that's our living liberty today for episode three we thank you for listening in we'll be posting every sunday night at 7 p.m and we encourage you to join us as we go along this journey towards living liberty individual liberty on a day-by-day -day basis i'm charlie earl you have yourself a great one remember you got to live free. You got to be free to live free. So we, uh, we thank you for joining us. Join us again next week as we come back with another version of Living Liberty Today.